Hey guys, it's Eric, Free NFL Bets, ready to go over each game, give my analysis on what I think is going to happen for each game, player props, sides, and total for week number 17. Let's get right into it. No time wasted. All right, first game I got is Las Vegas at Indianapolis. So I'm not sure if Carson Wentz is going to play. The line's been holding at minus seven, so I'm taking it that Carson Wentz still has a chance to play in this game. Um, With that said, I might be inclined to take Las Vegas plus seven right now just to take it. Um, There's no reason why Las Vegas won't be able to stay close in this game. They have a good enough offense where – Derek Carr and just everybody. I mean, they're going to be able to stay close with Indy. So I like that. Las Vegas plus seven, that kind of feels like stealing, honestly. Even if Carson Wentz does play, I already like the plus seven earlier in the week. So I'm most likely going to take that straight up, the plus seven Las Vegas. Over-unders at 44 and a half. Um, I would lean over. Um, but I would have to wait for Carson Wentz to play. If Carson Wentz isn't playing, then it's probably an under game, but I still don't feel great about the under in that. Um, player prop-wise, not a great feel for it. Not a great feel for it on either side. Um, maybe a Jonathan Taylor touchdown. It's probably like it's probably really juiced, like minus 160. I'll probably just stay away from that. There's, other, there's better bets on the board than that. Next game. New York Giants at the Chicago Bears. Um, Chicago's minus six and a half. They named Annie Dalton the starter uh, over Nick Foles, which is kind of crazy. You had Nick Foles lead him to a win last week, and then now you're going to yank him. I don't know. I don't think it really matters. I think they're both kind of the same player, Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. And with that said, uh, the Giants, I don't know who they're starting at quarterback. There's Jake Fromm again. They're in trouble. I like Chicago at home. Both, both of these teams, both, both of these organizations have a lot of pride. <clears throat> so they're going to give a valiant effort. Both sides will. Whoever's playing out there, they're really going to try hard. And they're not, I don't think they're going to give up. And I say that because a lot of the coaching staff for both of these teams have a lot of pride. So I don't see this one getting too out of control, crazy, um, in terms of blowouts. I'm not saying one of these teams could blow them out, but they're going to play hard into the fourth quarter. I, I think they are. I think they are. So with that said, the over-under is at 37. 36 and a half some places. Holy smokes, that's low. Um, that's 20 to 16 for the under to cash. <clears throat> I mean, I kind of see that because... The Giants could only score like 10 points if that with Fromm at quarterback. But the but the Bears could the Bears could score points. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that over under, but it is December. Well, shoot, it'll be January when they play this. And the unders tend to cash more during outside games from November, December, and January on. The unders cash at a profitable clip. So Profitability-wise, you'll want to play the under 37. I'm not going to touch that, though. And then it's minus 6.5 for the Bears. I do think the Bears are going to win. I, I'm, I'm going to tease the Bears probably for like a half-unit play. 
just because both of these teams don't aren't really good, I'm not gonna put you know I'm not gonna put a whole unit on it. But I will tease the Bears minus uh one minus a half money line with another team. Uh, player prop wise, I don't know guys. That one I'm not really touching. So let's move on to the next game. Next game is Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Football Jets. Um. I don't know. Zach Wilson showed a little bit of magic last week. That kind of makes me think the back door is open a little bit, especially if this gets pushed up to 14, which who knows? Maybe maybe it will. I mean, it's minus 13 and a half at a lot of places. Um, If this gets pushed up to 14, man, I don't know. You might want to put like a small play on the Jets just because – I mean, say they're down 21 in the fourth quarter. Um, they're going to fight. They, they're they still fighting. I mean, they fought last week for that win, right? They fought. They cared about that. They're still going to care about this one. They'll still they'll try. There's a lot of rookies. There's a lot of young players on that team. They're going to try to keep it competitive, even when it's not competitive. <clears throat> so Jets plus 14, man, that's at home. That's a lot to think about. Uh, I, I still like Tampa. I still like Tampa to win this one pretty easily, but yeah, that's just my thoughts on the jets right there really quickly. Um, the over unders at 45 and a half. I like the over there a lot. Um, I think Tampa's going to get to 28 easily and yeah, I don't see why the Jets can't get to 17. I know that only gets us to well, that gets us to 45. Um, so I don't know. I think um I like I like the over in that. I lean over. I know it's outside cold weather game, but I kind of lean the over there. I might tease that over for a small play. Um next game, oh yeah, player prop wise in that one. I mean, you gotta keep going with against the Tampa Bay secondary. I would lean a player prop reception for the Jets receiver tight end. I've been cashing those fairly easily all year, or the rushing under. Um, Tampa Bay, you gotta hammer Antonio Brown. That's all they got. I mean, they got Rashad Perryman back, but even last week with pretty much nobody's like they have this week. Brady went to Antonio Brown. He's gonna do the same this week against that Jets secondary. He's just going to. Um, they're going to look to find him a way to get the ball. If it's plus six and a half, I, I would still play it. I think he gets seven receptions this week. Um, without Leonard Fournette, they kind of don't have that pass-catching weapon. I mean, I know they got Le'Veon Bell, but I don't know, guys. I mean, Le'Veon didn't look that great with Baltimore. I don't, I don't know if he's really that great of a player anymore. I would still lean Antonio Brown player props. Okay, next game. Atlanta at Buffalo. Man. Atlanta plays really well against the bad teams. And then they play really poorly against the good teams. And I don't think that changes here. I think Atlanta struggles outside in the cold. Buffalo's not messing around. I mean, they talked big trash after that win last week in New England. I mean, Josh... Allen in the tunnel saying, y'all know who the F I am and stuff. I mean, they're talking big trash out there. Big trash. 
And they need to keep winning. I mean, they're not in the playoffs yet. They need to win this week. And they want to win the division. And they want a chance to, you know, to win the second seed and potentially have home field throughout, you know, because nothing's guaranteed in playoffs. Casey, Kansas City could lose in, the, in their second round. Um, Buffalo's going to come to play. And I, Atlanta has the talent and they have the quarterback play ability to end defenses playing better where they could cover that 14 and a half. But, man, you just don't know with Atlanta. You just don't know. You really don't. So I'm uh, Buffalo's going to win this game. I don't know by how much. I'm not going to touch that. I will tease Buffalo down um, for sure. Uh, Atlanta... That over-unders at 44.5. I don't know. Just Atlanta's so... You have no idea what they're going to do. You just don't know with Atlanta against these good teams, especially on the road. I mean, they're capable of putting 20 points up. Um, will they put up 20 points up? Will they do their their side? I don't think so. I don't think so. That over-under's weird. I mean, you got to have a really good feel for that. Um, player prop-wise, not a great feel for that one. Um, let's move on. Next game. Uh, sorry, the way that this board has it, they're going to four o'clock games right now. So I'll just keep going down this line. Um, Arizona at Dallas. It's Dallas minus six. And I'm inclined to just play Dallas minus six. I, I think Arizona's a mess. I think we've seen enough of Arizona. We've seen three weeks of Arizona. And what makes anybody think that they're going to play better now against one of the better teams in the NFL who is hot right now? Are they saying this is a Dallas letdown spot because Dallas already won the division? Possibly. Are they saying it's like an Arizona rally spot? Yeah, it's an Arizona rally spot. But they don't have the team maturity to rally. I mean, we've seen that. They've had every chance in the world to rally. They lost against the Rams on Monday night. And then the next week they lose on the road to Detroit. And then the following week they're at home against Indianapolis and have every opportunity to win that game. And they let that go. I'd be pretty surprised if Arizona won won that game. That's going to be a one-unit play for me. I'm definitely teasing Dallas down to a pick and I will be pairing with somebody else for one unit, maybe even a 1.5 unit play, which is like a 4% play for me. Um, Over-unders at 51, 51 and a half at some places. Um, thoughts on that are, I don't know if Arizona, I mean, guys, I lean over on this one. I really want to, I probably will tease this down to 41 and a half. But, it, but the only thing is, if Arizona comes ready to play, their defense can be kind of sneaky good, right? I still don't think they're good enough to keep Dallas below 20, 21 points. And that's basically all we need if we tease the over-under. Say Dallas wins 24-20, 24-21. You know, I, I think Arizona's going to fight. And I think they're going to try some crazy things, especially this time of the year. And it's in a dome. It's a controlled environment. Um... Yeah, I like that over tease, guys. I mean, playing it straight up, I mean, saying the game's going to get to 28-24, I don't know about that. I mean, I would lean that way. I would lean that way. I, I'm not confident enough to say it's going to get there. But teasing it to, to over 41, I like that. 
not 41 and a half, but 41. I like that. I'll, I'll probably do that. I'll put that on a three-team teaser. Okay, next. Oh, player prop for that, guys. Um, Man, Kyler Murray, you would like the rush props in that, right? Because Dallas brings good pressure, and he's going to have to make quicker decisions. He's going to have to either run or dump it off. So... I kind of lean Kyler rushing, but he hasn't really been rushing it, right? With his ankle injury coming back, he's still not really the same Kyler. I don't think he is, at least from what I've seen. I don't think he is. Um, so with that, I think James Conner's going to play. I would look for Chase Edmonds' receptions this week. I would look for Zach Ertz, of course, and Christian Kirk. Um, I, I mean, I would look for everybody. I'd look for everybody. I think everybody's alive to have a good receiving day for Arizona. Um, maybe maybe a Kyler Murray completions prop, maybe something like that. Um, as far as Dallas goes, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I, I'd lean Arizona more. There's a, there's a better chance that Arizona is going to have to keep throwing the ball than Dallas, so I would lean that way. And so, yeah, I like the over. I like Dallas to win, cover the spread as well. And I like Arizona receiving props, Kyler Murray rushing props potentially. you got to look more into those stats. Next game, guys. Oh, this one's this one's not that in, uh, interesting. <laughs> this is Carolina at New Orleans. Uh, just a second, guys. Okay, Carolina at New Orleans. Sam Darnold starting, I believe. Taysom Hill's back. Lines minus six and a half. This might be the one I pair with the Bears. Just have New Orleans just to win it. Everybody's back for New Orleans that matters. That's off the COVID list. Demario Davis, Malcolm Jenkins, Taysom Hill. Um, New Orleans should win this game, guys. Carolina's a train wreck. They're soft as butter against the run. They're soft. New Orleans likes to run the ball. So that's already a huge advantage. New Orleans should probably control the game right there. Other huge advantage, New Orleans stops the run very well. This is why New Orleans has seven wins and Carolina doesn't because New Orleans can – guys, it's football at any level. If you can run the ball and you can stop the uh, the, the other team from running the ball, you're going to hover around 500 in most cases, just like New Orleans because you're going to be in every game pretty much. So, yeah – Carolina's at a disadvantage at quarterback. I mean, Sam Darnold's going to come back. Um, I would lean the DJ Moore props because, remember, Sam Darnold loves DJ Moore. You might get DJ Moore at a discounted price, like something crazy, like over four and a half receptions. If DJ Moore's at over four and a half receptions and he's healthy, because I know he's been kind of banged up, so you got to take that into account. He's banged up a little bit, right? Um, I don't know. I'd look at Robbie Anderson. There's been a lot of criticism on him, but... I mean, he shows up and he plays. Um, I don't know. I would I would look more into the Carolina receive, receiving props because that's New Orleans' only weakness is that they can't stop the pass great. And they're not going to be able to run, and they're probably going to be behind. So there's going to be there's going to be some running. I mean, uh, short passes to DJ Moore for sure. Uh, over-unders at 37 and a half. Man, these are some low over-unders. It's because, well, it's because Carolina can't score and New Orleans wants to just run the ball and control the clock. 
I don't know, guys. I'm going to stay away from that over-under. I mean, that's that's a weird one. That's a weird one. I, trust me, I always look for unders. I'm an under kind of guy. I like to bet unders a lot. Um, I feel like I have a pretty good feel for them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that under hits, but I, I don't know, guys. I can't, I can't risk that. I'm not going to touch that one. Um, yeah, let's just let's move on to the next game. Okay, Philadelphia at Washington. Line has crept up. Okay, I haven't looked at the lines the past day, yesterday. Um, minus four and a half for Philly. So there's been some sharp money on Philly, or there's just been a lot of money on Philly. Um, everybody's back for Washington. They just had their worst game of the year. This is, I hate to say it, and I'm so glad I don't have to play it because my new strategy um, since I've been following since week 11, that's been very profitable for me and very consistent for me. I've tracked myself through the past 10 weeks of the season. For the first 10 weeks of the season, I've been 59% against the spread with every spread that's minus three and a half and l- lower than that. So I'm glad I don't have to p- pick this one because this is a Washington spot, guys, all the way. All the way. Washington spot all the way. Um, If you're going to play this, the only way to play this is Washington. I know that's crazy. I know that makes no sense. But it is. This is a Washington spot. And, I mean, you can play Philly. You can. I don't don't think it's the right bet. I really don't. I don't think it is. Um... You know, you want to tease Philly down to a pick them with somebody else. The line gets to minus six. I can't fault you for that either. But um, Washington's got pride from their players to their coaches. They're going to come out, and they're going to give their best game of the season this week. They are. I think they're live to win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if they win this game. I'm not touching this game because I don't have the balls to bet that game. But... If I did, and I was like forcing myself to play every game, I would just probably pick Washington straight up on the money line. Um, Over-unders at 45. I like that over. I like that over a lot. Um, Tease it down to 35. Need the score to get to 20 to 17. Man, sounds kind of easy, right? Sounds sounds a little too easy. I mean, one of these teams, I mean, whoever's going to win needs to get to 20. And then the other team is going to probably keep it close. Man, I wouldn't be opposed, guys, to just teasing Washington plus 10 and a half. That's my, that, that, that's my who I pair with the Bears. I don't know. I got to think about it. Um, player prop wise, not a great feel for this one. I know Antonio Gibson's out. And, uh, huh. Maybe a JD McKissick's back healthy. I'm not sure if he is. I haven't been following his, um, Injury tag for a while. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably leave that one alone. Let's go to the next game. This is probably the best game of the week. This is Kansas City at Cincinnati. There's been some buyback on Cincinnati, and like there should be. Um, Just a second, guys. Sorry, I'm doing this New Year's Eve. And I am having some celebratory beverage right now. Um, 
Kansas City, guys. This is this is the game of the week. Um, if you remember earlier in the season, Green Bay was minus three, minus three and a half point favorites in Cincinnati. Kansas City's now minus four and a half point favorites. Do you really think? Do you really think that there's any difference between Kansas City and Green Bay? I know Kansas City's defense playing a lot better right now, so you could argue that. For sure you could argue that. But besides that, there's really no difference. And you're getting another point and a half with Cincinnati. Cincinnati's very live to win this game. They know if they win this game, they win the AFC North, something they haven't done in a long time. And... Joe Burrow is a winner. Okay, so this game's going over. I'll tell you that right now. This game's going over. Over over under, man, that's crazy. Over under's 50 and a half at some places. Friends, everybody listening, this is a smash spot. Tease the under down to 40 and a half and pair it with two other plays that you feel really confident with 40 and a half Kansas City Cincinnati over pair it with two other plays that you feel really confident about 10 point teasers say put San Francisco down to minus two and maybe put um Green Bay to minus three and just roll with that guys I mean my goodness or I mean there's others in there I mean just guys follow me Sorry, follow me at Twitter at Free NFL Bets. That's with an S at the end. Free NFL Bets on Twitter. That's where I release all of my plays, official plays. And guys, I've been profitable five weeks in a row. I've been consistent, super consistent, and super close to being having monster weeks. I had two monster weeks out of the five weeks, um, and then I broke a little even on the last on the other three but the other three weeks where i was a little bit even or a little bit profitable i was very close guys i feel like i'm gonna break through this week i'm feeling really confident in that okay back to this game i would tease cincinnati plus 10 plus 10 and a half and kansas city i'm probably just not gonna touch kansas city i know that's crazy i know if they win this game they have a stronghold on the number one seed for the afc which is the bye week now and remember, the second seed, you don't get the bye week. So Kansas City's going to they are going to be playing hard in this game. They're going to try to win this game. I think, you know, I, I would lean that they do win this game. Um, but I think the side Cincinnati for sure. And the over, guys, the over's going to hit. I mean, gosh, if you just want to play the over straight up, over 50 and a half, I think that's going to hit. But you want to watch it comfortably and you want to bet your money and feel comfortable with your money. Just bet 40 and a half and put it with two other plays. Just follow me on Twitter at Free NFL Bets. I'll give you a really good play for that one. Okay, next game, Jacksonville Jaguars at the New England. Oh, wait, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Go back. Play your props. Kansas City, Cincinnati. You want to play Cincinnati receiving props. And you want to play Kansas City receiving props. It, it's going to be a shootout, guys. It's going to be a shootout. They're going to throw the ball. I would play T. Higgins props this week. I think he's the guy they're going to go to again. I think they're going to feed him. And Kansas City, I'll look for Kelsey. 
I think Kelsey's going to have a nice little game. Uh, Tyreek Hill probably too, because Tyreek was quiet last week. I doubt he's quiet again two weeks in a row, but I, I like T. Higgins a lot. I really like T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah, I like those two players a lot. Okay, Jacksonville at New England. Oh, man, guys, New England's going to win this. I can't believe this. Man, this is crazy, guys. This is the biggest spread in the entire slate this week. It's not that crazy because, yes, it is Jacksonville at New England, but it's crazy for the fact that New England has a rookie quarterback and they've been kind of struggling, and now they're laying 16 points, 16 and a half, and Jacksonville... And the over-under is 41. you got to be kidding me. So they really think this game is going to be... <laughs> they think this game is going to be 27 to 14 or something. Like 30 to 13. 30 to 10, essentially. They think this game is going to be 30 to 13. Like, that is crazy. I guess it's not that crazy. But... I don't know, guys. I mean, I don't I don't like that either way. I mean, do I think New England's going to win by more than 15? Yeah, I do. I think they win by 20, New England. Um, I don't know, guys. That's a weird number. They, they got to win this game, though. They're not, they're not going to be playing around. New England's not going to be playing around. Guys, they play Miami next week. Miami could beat Tennessee this week which means Miami would play New England the following week for basically winner goes into the playoffs as the wild card. I don't know, guys. New England's going to come ready to play. They're going to come ready to play. And Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Man, I can't fault you if you want to lay minus 16 and a half with New England. I can't fault you there. Over-under side, and I'll probably stay under 41. I'm kind of buying Jacksonville not to even score a touchdown. I kind of like Jacksonville team total under. I'm going to look to play that. If it's 14 and a half, which it most likely isn't, but even 13 and a half, I'd play that. I don't think Jacksonville scores two touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't score any touchdowns. New England's going to come ready to play everybody, I'm telling you. I like that, I like that play a lot. That would be my play in that game. Jacksonville team total under 13. Under 10.5, I'd even put half a unit on. Small play on that. Okay, player prop-wise, I don't know. I mean, it's New England running backs all the way, even though Jacksonville stops the run fairly well. I'm, I am I would go that route. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not playing player props for that, guys. Um, next game, Miami Dolphins, the fish. At the Tennessee Titans. Man, this is a game where every sharp better is just thinking Miami is phony. But guys, every everybody, I got something to say right now. Tennessee. If you think Miami's phony, what do you think Tennessee is not phony? Why? Because they show up on primetime games? Because they show up against the good opponents? Well, friends, when they show up against the bad opponents, they don't play very well, usually. Or the mediocre opponents. Or the so-called phony opponents. Miami's going to come in there. They come in there ready to play. I, I think that game's a toss-up. I don't think Tennessee 
is three points better, even at home against Miami. And trust me, there's a lot of sharp betters that are just waiting for this line to just go to three. And in one place there is, but I mean, they want, they want to get it to minus 110. They're waiting for that Miami buyback money. I'm telling you they are. I'm telling you right now, I like Miami to win. I'll say it. I do. I like Miami to win. Um, I think Tennessee's phony. I think they've been phony all year. All their records phony. Their big wins are phony. It's been it's just been other teams not coming through at the end. And yeah, that's what I gotta say. Um, excuse my cat if you hear my cat. Um, yeah, okay, so over unders at 39 and a half. And I don't know. I kind of like points in this one. I kind of like there to be some turnovers. I mean, this is a big game for both teams. I mean, both teams, I don't think Tennessee wants it as much as Miami does, but they're going to want it. I could see some scoring and some turnovers happening and short fields being created and going for it on fourth downs. And I don't know. I kind of like points in that one. Um... Yeah, I think it's Miami or pass for me. Player prop-wise, I mean, guys, you got to go Tua completions. I mean, goodness, if they keep putting out Tua Tungavailoa completions at 25 and a half or less, I mean, that's just an automatic play. I mean, you don't even have to think about it. It's an automatic play. Uh, receptions, I mean, of course, you got to touch Jalen Waddle. I mean, it's six and a half. I mean, I think you'd have to put a small play on that, right? I mean, six and a half. Uh, I mean, why wouldn't he get another, like, 12 targets or 10 targets this week? I mean, he's their best player. Uh, For Tennessee, I don't know. I don't trust Tannehill throwing the ball. I don't trust their running. I could see Miami being in the lead a little bit and them not, you know, needing to run and they have to pass. So I'll leave that there. And and that's all my thoughts on that game. Okay, next game. This is an interesting one. Denver Broncos. At the Los Angeles Chargers. So the line's gone up. This was like minus six, I think. Minus six and a half. No, I'm pretty sure it's minus six to the Chargers. Now there's minus now there's eights on the board. Minus eight. Wow. I don't know who's playing. If it's Drew Locke or Teddy Two Teddy Two Gloves. I don't know. Um, it doesn't really matter. They're both as effective or ineffective, I guess you could say. Chargers at home after their the worst loss of the season for any NFL team, most likely. I mean, I don't know. You could say Arizona at Detroit was worse than what they did against Houston because, I mean, Houston actually played well. Uh, I'm not discounting Detroit. They played well, too. But, um, I mean, the Chargers played well on – I mean, sort of well on offense. Um. I don't know. I'm not buying that. I I think Denver's the play there, plus seven and a half. They have a good running game. The Chargers can't stop the run. I mean, gosh, they couldn't stop the Texans from running. And they, everybody was on COVID for the Texans. And, yeah, they couldn't stop the run. It was, (laughs) I don't know, guys. You don't think Denver's not going to hang in this game? I wouldn't be opposed to teasing it up to plus 14 and a half for Denver for a small play with, a, I mean, that'd be a Chicago Bears. Yeah, you put a Chicago Bears money line with Denver plus 14 and a half. Can't fault you there. You want to make that a 2% play, half unit play. Um, over-unders at 45 and a half. 
that feels low. That feels low, guys. Because I think Denver's going to score points. I think Denver gets to 17, 20. I guess you would need Denver to get to 20. I think Denver gets to 20 more times than not in this situation. And I think the Chargers, well, no, I guess I, guess I could see a 24-20 game. I don't know. I'll, I'll stay away from the over-under. Player prop-wise, oh, man. I think you have to like the Denver running backs, even though the game script doesn't really go that way. Um, For the Chargers, Mike Williams is back. Austin Eckler's back. I guess I would lean Austin Eckler rushing attempts, but I think they're going to want Justin Herbert to throw it. I think they want him to take control and throw it, but I wouldn't really want to throw against that secondary for Denver. They're kind of grooving right now. Oh, no. That's a weird one, guys. That's a weird one. I'm probably going to stay away from it. Next game, Houston at San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, we'll keep it kind of brief. So Jimmy Garoppolo has that whole right thumb fracture tendon sprain. I don't know, guys. I mean, if he had it last week against Tennessee, I don't think it was affecting him that much. But I don't know. That's that's that makes it a little interesting. I mean, it's it's not a must-win spot for San Francisco, but it's a hey, let's just close this out. Um, let's close this out and let's just handle our business. I think there might be a situation where they could win the division still. I, I forget what the Rams, if they're at 11 wins or 10 wins. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I like San Francisco to take care of business one way or another. I think Houston can't repeat that impressive performance they did last week. Um, Over-unders 44, 43 and a half. 44, it's a 44. I don't know. I'd lean over a little bit there. I would lean over. Uh, I'm definitely going to tee San Francisco down like I did the Chargers last week. I don't I don't care, guys. I'm going right back at it. I'll probably make it a two-unit play. I'll put San Francisco minus two with another couple uh, with another two plays. Uh, player prop-wise, no idea. I'm not going to touch that. Um, okay, we got uh, like four games left. Detroit at Seattle. It's at minus seven and a half for Seattle. Ah, really annoyed with Seattle last week. They cost me money. I had them on the money line with a teaser. Um, so annoying. The defense is annoying. Russell Wilson is annoying. And guys, I'm sorry. I, I've I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not bashing Russell Wilson. I like his competitive spirit. I like his um, basically him not getting rattled. He's like a robot, right? Um. But he's just not playing well. I think he's frustrated in Seattle. I don't think he wants to be there. I think he's not giving up. But I think just subconsciously, like everything around him, he's just not playing as sharp. I'll put it that way. He's not giving up, but he's not playing as sharp. And there were games last week in this. I mean, there were plays last week in the second half where he cost them the win there. All they needed was that made field goal. And yes, now the field goal kicker, whatever his name was, he should have made that field goal. There's no doubt. But he had a longer field goal because Russell Wilson took a bad sack. 
and he was holding the ball and he was looking like he normally does. Because I, I mean, I'm not trying to go on his height, but he can't see over the line. He can't see when there's pressure. He like ducks the ball and his shoulders dip, and it's like, oh gosh, he's doing this like Russell Wilson panic thing, and he starts blaming his offensive lineman. It's just really annoying, right? And I don't know. I don't know, guys. I just I want to go Seattle minus one and a half. Trust me, that I want to play that all day long. And I think they do, and I will play it probably for one unit because I, I do think Seattle bounces back, and I think they have a prideful last home game. And it could be Russell Wilson's last home game ever in Seattle. So, yeah, I mean, with that said, I, Seattle's probably going to win that game. They're probably going to win that game. I'll put one unit on them. I'll put I'll tease them with another team. For them to cover the spread, I have no idea, guys. No idea. I mean, Detroit's playing better. Seattle's so unpredictable. Leave it at that. Player prop-wise, not sure. Over-unders at 41.5. Not sure about that either. Let's move on. Next game, Los Angeles Rams at the Baltimore Ravens. Minus 5. Minus 5.5 for the Rams at Baltimore. Friends, why why is Baltimore going to cover the five and a half? Why, why do they even have a chance of winning? And I'm being serious. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Steelers fan and I'm bashing the Ravens. But Lamar Jackson is gimpy on his ankle. Okay, He tried to practice and he couldn't even practice that well on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, he didn't practice at all or very limited. I don't see how he's going to be effective. Yeah, they're probably going to play Tyler Huntley if he's back from the reserve COVID list because it's not even been 10 days for him. I don't, uh, and I don't, I mean, if he's still showing symptoms, I don't think the five day rule applies. So if Tyler Huntley plays, they might cover the five and a half, but, but even, but even with that guys, the Rams are on a, um, are on a mission. They're on a mission. They want to win this game. They're going to come focused and ready to win this game. They're going to win, man. I, I anticipate it's going to minus six. And as soon as it hits minus six, I'm teasing them with another team that I feel really good about for like a one and a half, maybe even a two unit play. I, I'm that confident that the Rams are going to win this week. Um, over unders 46. I have no idea just because of the Baltimore quarterback situation. Um, player prop wise, not going to touch that either. Cause I think this could get out of control. I think the Rams could really get out of, con- I mean, win this in the, in a large, uh, point spread coverage, whatever. I don't know what I'm saying, guys. Rams are going to win this game. Let's move on. Oh, wow. This is the, <laughs> they moved this game to the Sunday night game, Minnesota green Bay. That's hilarious. Now Kirk cousins, I mean, it's not hilarious. Kirk cousins got COVID, but just how it all unfolded um the line was minus seven i loved minnesota plus seven there with Kirk cousins it's now minus 13 um i think green bay covers minus 13 this is the game to essentially wrap it all up for home field advantage i'm pretty sure pretty sure pretty sure about that um yeah green bay's gonna win that game guys one way or another. Overrunners 42. I like the over. I think Minnesota runs the ball effectively, and I think Green Bay's defense is a little lax a days ago. And I think it, I think it sneaks over 42 and a half. I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to bet it, but that's those are my thoughts on it. Player pop-wise, 
I don't know, guys. I don't know. No idea. I'm not going to touch the player props in that game. I like a predictable game script. Um, I, I guess Minnesota receiving under. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Justin Jefferson unders. That might be a good way to go there. Um, Green Bay secondary is pretty good. They'll they'll give all their attention to Justin Jefferson. Um, yeah, that's all I got for that game, guys. Green Bay is going to win that. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. That's the last game of the week. Monday night football. I'm shocked. Maybe not because we're still waiting for the COVID news and everything. Um, lines at plus three and a half, minus three and a half. I mean, why? Pittsburgh already beat them. Cleveland's offense is awful. Cleveland's been reeling, reeling. They're not playing well. Now Pittsburgh's at home. And I believe the original line was minus four and a half Cleveland. So why on earth, and I'm saying this from a Pittsburgh fan perspective right now, so forgive me if I'm sounding a little too passionate about this. Why on earth is Cleveland now plus minus three and a half favorites on the road at Pittsburgh for Ben Roethlisberger's last home game as a Pittsburgh Steeler? Potentially. Because Cincinnati could lose out two games in a row. Pittsburgh could win their last two, and Pittsburgh would win the division, which is very possible. Very, very possible scenario. But with that said, I mean, guys, come on. This is an obvious Pittsburgh spot. I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh's the play. Pittsburgh plus three and a half is the play all the way. You're not playing Pittsburgh plus three and a half. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, over, under is 41. It probably goes under. Probably does. I mean, both these offenses are so bad. Defenses are playing well, well enough to keep this under. Player prop-wise, I like Pittsburgh receiving. I like Najee Harris receiving a lot. I like all the other Pittsburgh receivers to catch balls. Um, I mean, why can't you? It's Ben Roethlisberger's potential last home game ever. All of his friends and family are going to be there. They're going to be playing hard for Ben. And, yeah, that's all I got, guys. That's all I got for week 17. It's crazy. we got another week, week 18, next week. Thanks for listening. appreciate all the listenership. Again, follow me on Twitter at FreeNFLBets for all my official plays. And I will see you next week. See you guys.